give you blood. Three months, man. What you doing in here anyway? You ought to be home with your mama. How old are you, boy? Thirteen. Thirteen? Damn. The bastards must be running out of niggas to arrest. This goes out. So the families that went through the struggle. Flashbacks when I was young Whoever thought I'd have a baby girl and three sons But going through this difficult stage I find it hard to believe While my old earth had so many seeds But she's her own woman And due to me I respect that I saw life for what it's really worth And took a step back Family ain't family no more We used to play ball Eggs after school Eat grits cause we was poor Grab the flies for the channel Fix the hanger on the TV Rocking each other's pants to school Wasn't easy we survived winters Snotty nose with no coats We kept it real but the older brother still had jokes Sadly, daddy left me at the age of six I didn't know nothing but mommy neatly packed the shit She cried and grandma held the family down I guess mommy wasn't strong enough, she just went down Check it, 15 of us in the three-bedroom apartment Roaches everywhere, cousins, aunts was there Four in the bed, two at the foot, two at the head I didn't like to sleep with John, John, he beat the bed Seven o'clock, fucking roaches out the cereal box Some shared the same spoon watch on Saturday cartoons Water was a thing, every meal was no frill In the summer, free lunch held us down like steel And it was days I had to go to Texas house with a note Stay in Gloria, can I borrow some food? I'm dead broke So embarrassing, I couldn't stand a knock in they door My friends might be laughing, I spent stamps and stores Mommy wears a toilet paper, use the newspaper Look, Miss Rose gave us a couch, she's the neighbor Things was deep, my whole youth was sharper than cleats Two brothers with muscular dystrophy Kill me, but I remember this Mom's a lick of fingertips this album right here is 25 years old and a few days like it, uh, the 29th of October this is Ghost Space Killer Mary J. Blige it trips me out. This is 25 years old. I remember when it came out. Alright. Let's get into the show. This is What Does It All Mean Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Lewis. James Lewis. I hope everything's going well on your Saturday night. Sunday morning, depending where you're at I know a lot of you are on the different time time uh, zone which I truly appreciate you guys tuning in so anyways I hope you guys had a great week it's been an interesting week for me A lot of work, a lot of injuries. I injured my hip flexor this week. It's not fun, but I'm healing as we speak. So, anyways, all right, let's get into it. That's my big vent. That's my vent for the uh, for the show. 
I have a sore hip flexor. Every, you know, the interesting thing about pain is every time I get hurt and like really hurt, it's like a challenge to figure out how to get unhurt, you know? And I don't know if that's a metaphor for life, but you know, I always get some kind of body ache or some kind of neck pain or some kind of hip, you know, pain. I mean, I think everyone does because we work so goddamn hard on this planet. So... Some people go to the doctors and, you know, they tell them, hey, we want to operate and cut you open and do all this. And then other people are sent to physical therapy, you know, and I'm lucky to, to know a lot of people in the medical profession and people that were in physical therapy or still are. And, and I think that's the, the cool thing about physical therapy. They always try to figure out the problem before they send you to surgery. And I think when you start figuring out your problems with your body and starts aligning different things all together, you know, it starts aligning your chakras. And when you start to sit up properly and get rid of all those pains and all that, you know, external crap in life, it's where things change, you know? So, uh, you know, That album is 25 years old, guys. I can't. One day I'm going to be like, that album is 45 years old. No, I like to have music in the background because it helps me um, think. Like when I'm actually, uh, you know, working, I listen to music. And it helps my brain process information. And the sad thing is that this this uh, podcast ever really takes off. Of course, they're gonna farm you for playing music like this. But this song is called "Smoke 'Em If You Got 'Em" by Air. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but A E I R. So yeah, helps me think, helps my brain, you know, jog ideas. Julius says music is power. It is definitely. This is my one of my favorite tracks of the week. And I have a friend named Chase, and, and he's always, uh, you know, he's younger than me by like probably 15 years. And uh, I'm gonna give him a segment on the show someday, and and I like to get his input on the newest music because I feel that uh, you know the younger people know. But I think music sometimes gets so watered down and polluted that it's hard to tell and when I asked Chase I'm like come on let's do a, a show together and, and he's like bro you know all the, the new stuff and I definitely don't but I think the key is never to grow old and I think that's kind of the, the topic for this show is uh you know what you what 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 did you love when you were young you know oh absolute T-Power said you should share your playlist. I, I definitely will. Usually what I do is um, I share it in the playlist playlist section of um, the stories in Instagram. So it's usually on Apple, like uh, the Apple playlist, because that's what I use typically. Uh, a lot of people use Spotify, but uh, Spotify rips people off, so I tend to go to Apple. 
Um, so yeah, so check in the stories like today or tomorrow, and I try to update it at least once a week. Like once I put new uh, music in, I update it. This is a new song called uh, Mistakes by Fight the Sun. They're really great. Yeah, I love. I just love having music around and, and hearing new people's uh, music as well. So absolute T power. If you have any bands that you like, you know, local bands or any kind of music, just let me know. I'll throw it in there. I think you never. You should never grow old. You know, like musically. I think that's one of the keys too. Is to to constantly try to learn new melodies and new sounds and new things, whether it be Legos or whether it be just bands or, you know, it's always fun to, to not give up. Because I think a lot of people that I know, they're just, they're like, once they hear, uh, once they hear something from a, the, the you know, the different generation, they just instantly give up when it's crap. And, and me, there's crap in every generation. So, yeah, fight the sun. Check out Fight the Sun, everybody. Their little tag is right there on the page. And for everybody that's listening to this on audio, it's Fight lower slash the lower slash sun on Instagram yeah I like it I like it a lot guys so those drums sound awesome vocals sound dope bass is tight I like the chorus I dig it. ET digs it. Alright, you guys check out you guys check out Fight the Sun. I, I I really dig it. Okay. So now we gotta go into some of the the news and uh really good. Really good. Drums to me are everything by the way. I really love drums. Uh everything to me. If you have a powerful drummer, you have a, a, a powerful rhythm, you just can't go wrong. Listen to We Were Born to Fly, Scorpions. I definitely will.
thought was dope. So yeah, that was Bite the Sun, everybody. Dig it. Okay. So let's get into the show. Uh, I'm going to get into some news, a little bit of news. Uh, I guess if if Donald Trump runs for president, I, I guess the deal is Howard Stern will be running for president as well, which is incredible, you know, because if you guys know me, I love Howard. I would support him through thick and thin. I would support him as much as I supported Bernie. I wrote a song about Bernie. I, I try to play music and I wrote a song about Bernie because I thought he was going to be, uh, you know, the, the next president. So, uh, yeah, Howard 2024, if that really happens. But for me, I don't feel that Donald Trump is really going to be allowed to run after all of these, uh, all these trials go down. So, um, this is another thing. See, I love, this is the Scorpions, We Were Born to Fly. I, this is what's cool, you know, like absolute T, C power, like we created a, 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 a memory with the song. So now like. When I hear it, I'll think of the podcast and I'll think about how we had this conversation. And that's how music works for me, you know? And it can be, you know, like I remember songs from like back in the 90s and it'll take me right back to, to being in the backyard eating a Snickers. And I remember I've been into a Snickers today and it took me back to, to you know, the REM song that I was listening to in the back of this, this random backyard with my friend. So it's weird how music can do that. Okay, back to the news before I get too sidetracked. So, uh, Power 2024, that's all I can say. He was very radical, of course, in the 80s, but it seems as he got older, he really just started to, you know, tame, tame down and say what was, what's right, you know, no matter if he loses followers or not, and, and I love that, you know. That's kind of how the show is, too. So I'm going to get on topic uh, in a second that I'll probably make people unfollow, but there's nothing I can do. We got to talk about it. I think part of the reason I do this podcast is to document, you know, what, what's going on in the world, you know, and uh, what, what the, my perspective is at, at this current time. And, you know, uh, eventually I want to look back and be like, what was I thinking back in 2021? You know, what, what was I thinking prior pandemic, pre pandemic, all this stuff, what were my thoughts and how have I changed? So you know, that's the cool thing that, that podcasts can can do. They, they generate a timestamp. So, uh, for the nerdy stuff, uh, Jeremy Corbell posted about this, this top spy chief talking about these UFOs buzzing the warships, which we've all known for a while. I think 2017, we've been talking about it, and, and now it's becoming real. And uh, now the government's really letting it out of the out of the bag and I'm not surprised come on half of the show is about you know extraterrestrial life because if it wasn't you know what does it all mean what what do these extraterrestrials have to do with us and and you know earth we have these religions that bond us to these ways that we conduct our lives and uh when you have a different way of thinking like oh wow wait a minute there's there's there could be alien life somewhere what are you you talking about like there could be other people that that don't have these religions and these these laws and 
and these weird ideas that us as men kind of come up with, like, that's crazy. So uh, now that the government is coming out and saying these things, it just, it's, we're all, we have this collective consciousness and we all know the truth and we know that we've been lied to for a very long time about, you know, superior races and, and that's because they want to keep us in line. They want to keep us in line, guys. Because if we step out of line, what will happen? I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I thought that was really interesting. That the government is coming out about the UFOs. Uh, okay, and here's the topic that will probably pull everybody off of the, you know, the feed. We have this this Kyle... I, I don't know, even know his net last name. Uh, the dude with the, the AR-15, you know. And this is what's cool about the podcast right now. We're, we're in this trial. Uh, Michelle, I know you're in, in Australia, but here we had this 17-year-old, like, kid go to a different state that he lived in to say that he wanted to give medical attention because he was trying to be a firefighter. Uh, and when he went, he, he had this AR-15, and... Uh, he ended up like killing at least one person, maybe three. I think all I know is one person he shot and in this trial is happening as we speak. And it's really interesting because everything is so political over here. Everything is so Democrat, Republican, and you can just tell where the judge is at. You can tell where the prosecution's at. You can tell which everyone's side's at. And I think we've forgotten about the person that's died or the people that have died. And uh, that's, that's the weirdest thing for me, you know, is... Uh, I remember being a 17-year-old boy, and I remember being insecure, and I wish that I could have a lightsaber, you know, uh, an AR-15, no, that would draw too much attention to me, <laughs> in all fairness, it would, but a lightsaber, yeah, if anyone got out of hand, I could pull out my lightsaber and maybe cut their arm off, but I sure wouldn't kill them, you know, and I don't know if I'm just from a simpler generation, where I don't want to see guns all the time. I, I don't want to worry about people walking down the street with these just weapons of war, and especially at 17. I wasn't allowed to buy cigarettes at 17. I wasn't allowed to buy porn. I wasn't allowed to fucking do anything. I, I couldn't imagine buying a weapon like that. And I watched some of the trial, and I watched the kid talk about how he felt, in, you know, danger... And uh, he felt that his life was being taken, you know, might have been taken from him. So that's why he shot these people in self-defense. But I, I also feel that he's just, he was so young. And, and young young men have this just, like, th their front cortex hasn't developed properly. And in saying that, they, they have this just rage inside of them that doesn't develop until like 24, 25. This is all scientifically proven. So in saying that, when these people challenge them... That's where things get interesting. And I'm not saying he was challenged, but from what I heard, it really kind of sounded like that he got challenged. And uh, that's the scary part, you know, that, that he had to pull the trigger. And I don't know. I, I couldn't, I, me personally, even if my life was in danger, I wouldn't want that gun because I would feel that, you know, someone could take it from me. And, uh, Second of all, it's just a target. Like, you're walking on the street with this this machine gun. You're just a target. And uh, that's why I say a lightsaber. 
But my point is, I wish that we weren't at the point in America where we were so politically um, driven, where these things have to be so Republican and Democrat and you know, you feel this way because I'm a Republican and Republicans love guns and uh, I'm a hippie over here and I feel that this guy is guilty because, you know, he shot these other hippies. The whole point is, why did anybody shoot anybody? That's the whole point. And whether that person felt in danger or not, these other people didn't have guns, you know? So to me, when you're bringing a gun to a knife fight or not even to a protest, it just... It's a little fishy. So I, I see I lost at least two people from this conversation. You know, it's a really touchy one. And I, and I don't mind, you know, because like I said, right now he, I think it's going to be done soon. So uh, I, I personally, my prediction is they're going to let him off. They're going to say it was self-defense. Uh, the judge seems very um, just into... Uh, protecting the kid which you can take it or leave it personally uh, like I said being a 17 year old I remember being that kid I would never want that kind of gun and and I've been in situations where people have surrounded me and beat the shit out of me this is this is real uh, I've been beaten you know by about 13 people so much that like my nose had bled this is in high school and I, I ran and smeared it on a, another kid's face and they all thought I was psycho. That was the way I got away. But I didn't shoot anybody. So that's kind of the point. Now I've lost two more followers. So anyways, my whole point is you don't need to play Rambo, you know, to, to be respected. Just Just wait young men if you're listening wait till you're like 25 26 then get your gun look for a lightsaber until then you know because there's no point there's no point it just draws attention to you and a lightsaber can be easily hidden so all right let's get into the topic with the two people listening after my <laughs> my Kyle Rettenberg or whatever his name is. Sad thing is, on his social media, he said that he wanted to be famous. Well, there you go. Okay, I'm going to start this this uh, new episode off with a poem. So, this is called Musical Career. She wanted to play the piano, but her hands couldn't reach the keys. When her hands could finally reach the keys, her feet couldn't reach the floor. When her hand could finally reach the keys and her feet could reach the floor, she didn't want to play that old piano anymore. That's Shel Silverstein. So that's kind of the whole topic of tonight. You know, uh, when you're young, you know, you have all of these magical ideas, you know, because everything is so new to you. And, you know, I remember being a kid and, and remembering that I thought that, you know, vampires were real, you know, in the, in the 90s when Anne Rice was writing books. Interview with the vampire was a big deal. I was probably 14, 15. 
I had friends that believed in vampires. Lost Boys was big. Everybody was trying to believe in that. But, you know, as a young kid, I was impressionable. And uh, that's another reason I'm doing the podcast, too, because I hope there, there's a younger, younger me one day that looks at this and goes, fuck, there's no vampires. And I don't want to take that away from people. It's, there's nothing, you know, I don't want to take away people's imagination. But, I, you know, like I said, when you're young, you get, you get caught up into all of these uh, magical ideas. And I love it. You know, some are positive, some are negative, you know, and it's, it's, I think, what makes us, you know, it's definitely what makes us. You know, some of the things that, that, you know, that I, I love growing up, of course, they're the things that make me now, you know, which is a trip like Star Wars. Of course, how many episodes have I had about Star Wars on this podcast? At least three. And I'm going to continue. Why? Because I loved it when I was a kid. And I still love it now. Music, once again. You know? In all actuality, I I love music so much. I was like a groupie. I would follow around bands that I loved so much when I was a kid. Like, uh, what's that one movie almost famous I was like I was like the kid and almost famous and I would sneak backstage and I would hang out with all of these rock stars and try to fit in because I didn't fit in with the normal kids at school so I felt like if I hung out with these rock stars that like I would fit in I didn't fit in there either because I didn't have a trade I didn't have a I didn't learn a a, you know an instrument so that was one thing about me. I, I really love music so much that even as I grew up, I, I was like, I want to be able to play music eventually with these people that I've snuck backstage with and, and uh, done these things with. And I'm lucky enough that I have. So, yeah. Julia says music is always with me. Me too. You know, the, the, the crazy thing is like when I'm in, in the, the dentist chair or when I'm in some weird operating circumstance where I'm like I gotta fight you know pain or I've gotta like yeah I gotta fight pain in any way I just put in headphones and I just like put put them on to like a 10 and these people will drill in my head and as long as I got radio head blasting or skin and bones by deep waters you know like I can I can put that pain in a different different uh different area of my of my subconscious or my conscious and uh music is definitely powerful it's something that i can't explain you know and i think that's that's why you see all these young kids as well they're there's they're just when you go to concerts you usually see tons of young kids and because it's still magical you know and i'm not saying vampires aren't magical but going to a concert and seeing human beings hit sticks together uh use their minds like one like watching Pink Floyd at Pompeii you know watching these people work together to create some kind of feeling it's beyond all of us you know Julie says I put music on when my skin is hurting or was hurting yeah I put music on when I'm in pain all the time you know it's therapy it really is 
it's it's strange because like uh i also like really like uh like martial arts okay so that's that's the opposite of i wouldn't say the opposite of of being hurt but it's hurting somebody so and it's not really hurting somebody it's just uh it's figuring out how to protect yourself and that's the interesting thing about martial arts yes you get to to beat up your friends and 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 get all uh build up this confidence but you also learn how to like move your body within the multiverse in in different ways kind of like how a like a bird flies you know and when you do a lot of martial arts you just learn how to maneuver the planet like you're riding a wave sometimes and my friend Mike Otto if he ever you know hears this he knows exactly what I'm talking about there's there's certain uh stances that you do in kung fu where you're so fluid with uh with your movement it's like you're almost moving with the earth as it turns and all these things that i learned they're very young i learned them when i was very young they're still ingrained in my head and that's what they say when you're younger you know you can absorb these these things easier you know and i think that's just because we use these excuses when we're older of like oh man like i think the adult the, the adult versions of ourselves this is what we do, you know, and and this is for people to play instruments or do anything. You know, they'll pick up an instrument and they want to be Kurt Cobain right away. Like they need to be Lou Reed right away, you know, within the first 3 attempts of, you know, strumming the instrument that they've never strummed before, you know, and when any painter will tell you you're not going to pick up, you know, a paintbrush and just paint the Mona Lisa. You know, you, you've got to continue to do it, you know, and I think that's where it's interesting with like music and instruments, especially the guitar, you know, there's so much energy that you have to put into it, you know, to get so little out of it. But that shows how much you really love it. So if you're putting 90% into this and only getting a 10% return, well, fuck, all these musicians really must love this. So do I. You know, and that's why even if I never, you know, got to ever be paid to paint again, I would still be doing these things because they build me up and they also return me to my younger stage because I was always fascinated in, you know, when I was 12 watching, you know, the camp counselor play the guitar and sing at the same time. And that 12-year-old me in, you know, winter camp will never forget that and I remember I want to do that I want to do that and this thing stuck with me and I think a lot of people you know they have kids and you know they want to learn these instruments they want to do these things or they want to paint but all of a sudden their kids start to take up time and and but that's the kind of cool thing though you know that I, I saw this pony this little girl the other day she had a pony and she had these little plastic ponies and I didn't play with ponies right but I remember that my mom did, and it, and I seen pictures of my mom playing playing with ponies when she was like four or five or something. And I looked at this little girl, and I saw my mom and this little girl, and I thought, wow, like, how crazy is that? You know, my mom doesn't have ponies now, but the point is, you can see younger people in older people, and I think as we age, 
the key is to, to stay attached to that younger person as long as you can, you know, in a responsible way. This Jingle Jim says, man, killing my buzz. I had a serious Beethoven vibe going on. Yeah, well, this is this show's about, you know, things that we liked when we were kids, you know? So it's not supposed to be a, uh, you know, a bumming thing, you know? I think it's really just trying to return to, uh, you know, I think is the older we get, the key is how do we fight that dementia and how do we, you know, I think what happens is older people start to get away from that, that younger kid and the, you know, because life can suck for everybody, but, but sometimes it can be good. And, and I think the good can be attached to, to the youth and, and these good experiences. And the more you have your feelings attached to the younger you, I think the younger you stay. So I'm not trying to bring you down. I'm not trying to bring you down, you know? I love skateboarding when I was a kid. I still have the skateboard now. Uh, I, I love bodyboarding. Uh, the only reason I don't go into the ocean right now is just uh, because it's polluted in Southern California. So um, I'm not trying to bring you down. It's Saturday night, man. It's Saturday night. And I'm Jim as well, so. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers. And here's a trippy thing, you know, uh, I, I was watching this show called Lego Masters and uh, the, the, these, these people that won, they shouldn't have won by the way, uh, they, they won the second season and they, they talked about how they've been playing Legos their entire life, you know, their entire life and they were probably like 33 or 34 and uh, they said, you know, a lot of people have these dark periods of like when they played with Legos when they were kids and then they stop and then, you know, they, they become adults and they, they grow up and, uh, and, uh, we have the same B-Day. Yeah. Halloween, man. That's where it's at. So, uh, yeah, I like that. So where was I going with that? Well, I forget. I got sidetracked. Sometimes I get sidetracked on this uh, Oh Sweet Nothing drum roll. Ain't got nothing at all. Yeah, my birthday's Halloween, so if yours is Halloween Jungle Gyms, then we got a lot in common. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. <laughs> but yeah, so like the dark period, Oh, yours is December 16th. Mine is, mine is October 31st. So, uh, that is my birthday. And mine's actually Halloween. But, uh, so back to this dark period. You know, I think it's fascinating how, yeah, you know, I recently, like, within the last two months, and all because of this podcast, got Legos. Like, it was my birthday, ironically, Halloween, and someone got me some Legos. And... I didn't ask for Legos, but I like Star Wars. So it was like the Star Wars Millennium Falcon. The person that got it for me thought it was a great idea. And so, you know, I started building Legos. And as I'm building Legos, I, I, I had that black period. I had that dark period that these kids were talking about. 
And that dark period was, yeah, I'm like 45 now. The last time I played with Legos, I was fucking like eight years old, okay? And so I remember this eight-year-old kid loving making star, uh, like starships. Like I, I wanted to make spacecraft even then. So I'd make these rad spaceships and, you know, I, I'd do the best I could in kinder care. And all of a sudden I'd look over and some kid's spaceship would be better than mine. And, and I would just be so pissed that I would almost be done with this perfect spacecraft and I would be so jealous as a kid that I would just break it into pieces. And playing with these Legos now reminded me of that and how like I was so competitive even as a child. Like even as a child I was super competitive in this like Lego world. And I don't know why that is. I, I don't know where that kind of ego-driven bullshit comes from, you know? Like, why would I have an ego at, like, eight? But also, I was more hard on myself. Like, I needed to be perfect. Everything needed to be perfect. And as I said before, playing the guitar and playing these other things, it's not about being perfect. The older you get, you know, you're 55, jungle gym, straight up. You know, you're 10 years older than me. So, as you know, the older you get, the less you know. And when we're young, we feel like we know everything, you know? And like this kid, this 17 year old kid feels like he knows everything. No, I didn't know shit at 17. I still don't know shit at 45. And I hope I know half as much as what I know at 85 that I know now, you know? And that makes the magical experience, you know? But I still would like to remain attached to that child. So it's like going through the steps of life, you know? I think that's really important. And I think the things that root us in our character of life, you know, are the things that we love when we were young. You know, the things that we were, things that were magical to us, you know? Like I still, if you guys watch the stories on this, I, I, I post skateboarding videos like I do it. You know, I, I don't skate anymore. I have the skateboard, but since I'm 45, I don't, I choose not to skateboard because I got to go to work on Monday. And when I go to work on Monday, if I got a rolled ankle, I'm not going to be able to do the deliveries that I do at my job. So, um, jungle gym desire to do well is not a sin. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. It can stumble me though, you know, and I think it stumbles a lot of us. I think you know, like I also try to write songs and, and do all these different things. And, you know, sometimes thinking, oh, well, I'm not going to write the next, next best fucking song that, that becomes a problem as well, you know? And sometimes, you know, just starting a song and just doing it, even if it's shitty can, can help me instead of, you know, being so crucial with my, oh, you should be writing Bob Dylan songs at 45 because Bob Dylan was writing these songs at fucking 14 or 15, you know, never going to be Bob Dylan, never going to be Don Mattingly, never going to be anyone but myself. So you two jungle gym, same thing. You know, I'm stoked. You're 55. I'm stoked. I'm 45. I wish I was 15, but then I don't. Cause I remember when I was 15, I wanted to be 45. So I don't think the grass is always greener. I think just being alive in the moment, I think that's really what it fucking means, you know? 
being alive in the moment is really what it means. But I could be completely wrong. I've made a lot of enemies um, (laughs) doing that, though, being extremely competitive. I really have. Uh, Especially playing music, you know, I always look at... um, I always look at, uh, like, people that I'm playing music with, and and I look at them, like, in this competition. Like, I, I always have to, you know be in competition with these people and to me that is just can be defeating you know it can be really defeating so another thing like when i was a kid i totally was competitive uh with video games like completely Frequency, vibration, tone, and intent. Definitely. Uh, I completely agree. I was trying to pull pull up a song, but uh, I can't find it. But I completely agree. And uh, that's why I love this next band. They, they get it. And I wasn't planning to play this, but... I think uh, frequency, vibration, tone, and intent can spread out into the universe. And it does, just like love, you know, just like love. looking for uh i was looking for uh all we have is now the always all we have is now song but i can't find it i need a side person to help me forget what i need like a, a fred a fred okay so <laughs> anyways yes I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid. And now what's ironic is, you know, with all this Elon Musk shit, you know, especially with COVID and, and the pandemic, uh, I, you know, my worst case scenario pops in my head. This is for real. I'm like, man, we're stuck in these houses. We're stuck in our cubicles. What if we can, what if the earth is poisoned and we can never go out again? And we've got to like, just build these Robotech ships where the humans have got to go into the Robotech ships and we've just got to go to fucking Mars and just terraform Mars because we don't have a choice, you know? And, and these kind of paranoid ideas set into my head. And, and then I come back to the kid element of me of like, man, well, when you're a kid, you wanted to go to space. So worst case scenario is if I've got to do this whole Robotech type deal where we've got to jump in the spaceship and fucking go somewhere. Well, I wanted to do that when I was 12, so why not do it when I'm 45, you know? And so, 
Yeah. Yeah. Guys have any questions? Guys got any questions? Got any questions? Not a ties tea. This this show is brought to you by Thai Iced Tea. No specific flavor or uh, company, just Thai Iced Tea. You guys have any uh, any any questions about? I sit Zen on a ship, set adrift on a glassy sea. That's it, dude. That's fucking it, man. That's it, Jungle Jim. You say you, I say I. It's all the same. It's all the same. You know? I know that sounds strange, but it's definitely all the same. You know? And I think that's the one thing that when I was younger, of course, um, you know, I talked about it. I did some psychedelics. Because, uh, you know, you kind of have to when you're younger. You know, when I was 15, I, you know, did some mushrooms. I did some some L. And uh, in doing that, it, it really, we all know now that it opens up the uh, the consciousness. And we all understand, like, when you're on that level, you know, when people are dying of cancer, they, they feel that, like, dude, fucking, I'm the only one. I'm the only one on this planet that's going to fucking die. You know, but when you do these mushrooms or when you do these psychedelics, you then realize, oh, wait a minute. Fuck, man. I'm just like these mushrooms. I'm going to die just like everybody else. You know, and it's all part of the cycle. And when you realize that it's pretty, you know, it's not as bad. You know, it's not as bad. So all of it's part of the cycle. What does it all mean? What does it all mean? Jungle Jim. Two, three, six, nine. With my almost birthday. With my almost birthday. What does it all mean? What does it all mean? I think it means... Stay true to your... Straight, stay true to your inner child, you know? Even when you're old, even when you're 70, even when you're 90, even when you're 130, even when you're Betty White. Just stay young inside, you know? That's all that matters. As long as you feel young, even if your hips hurt, even if your eyes are fading, even if your lungs can't breathe, just remember when you were 15. You know, not what you think. Yes, that's a great uh, answer, Jungle Jim. It's definitely not what I think, you know, and I, I that's the crazy thing. I, I don't ever really want to die, of course, but I know that we're all part of the process. And when we do die, then I'll really know. But as for now... It's all just, uh, it's all just speculation. And, and I've been close to death. 
Uh, when I was a kid, I was eight. I got in a crazy car accident. I was taken out of my body. I went somewhere far away. It felt amazing. It felt like the best drugs you've ever had in your life, you know? And I'm still, but then I was sucked back here, you know? So, yeah, yeah. So, I definitely think staying true to your inner child will help you develop in your next stages of development. Album a day, 21 says, never born, never die, maybe. I agree, right? You know, I, I completely agree. You know, it, as soon as you die in this flesh, in this skin, you are reborn like a hermit crab somewhere else. And I know that sounds like cheesy and generic, but I, I believe that. I believe, you know? And definitely Jungle Jim, thank you. I will catch up with you. Anyone with my name and close to my birthday is where it's at. But yeah, I agree. I feel that we never do die. Our atoms don't, you know, we, it leaves our body, but we still go into the multiverse somewhere. And so that information, that the childlike things that we've learned in this development of our lives, it trans transforms into something else, you know? So I agree with that. Because, you know, I never recalled being asked to live, but I don't want to die. And if you gave me the, the option now, if someone came up to me and said, hey, do you want to, you know, would you want to do this whole thing over again? I would say, of course. You know, of course. Beetlejuice, 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 Jungle Jim. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Julia said they stay with us. I completely agree. You know, and that's where the the idea of entanglement comes in. You know, when you really love somebody and you've, you've entangled yourself with them, your atoms and their atoms have become one. Yeah, that shit's important. It really is. You know, so it's important. And I feel that that, that entanglement stays, you know? So... What is the psychic, psychedelic masterpiece you were listening to? Oh, what was I just listening to? Oh, shit. Um, sorry. That wasn't it, damn it. It was... I don't know. I'll have to listen before. I'm sorry, I'll have to get back. Right. Once Tom Waits hits... This is when you know the end of the show is coming. When I start putting on Tom Waits. But I will re-listen to the show album a day and I will tell you. Because I don't think it was Courtney Barnett. Oh, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Sorry. 
that one was that one was Lost in My World by Los Doug Dugs. Lost in My World by Los Doug Dugs. It's a Spanish speaking band. Uh, but that's in uh, English. So I'm glad you picked that up. Alma Day. I try hard to get these eclectic little jams that people pick up because I love when I find music that uh, that I haven't heard. You know, I remember I, I was watching these uh, the, the, my friend Bender something on uh, one of my other sites, and she was playing this rad song in the background. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I heard it, and it, it changed it changed me. And I got to know her a little bit better. So Alma Day, you're getting to know me a little bit better with that. Lost in my world, those Doug Dose. Those Doug Dugs. And Tom Waits. And smoke them if you got them. Jungle Jim. You heard that? Yep. I'll break. We had Smoke Em If You Got Em by Air. A-E-I-R. A-E-I-R. That was fucking dope. I'm glad you saw that, Jungle Jim. Yeah, we played that in the first half. We also had Fight the Sun. We had uh, Deep Waters. We had the X-Ray Love. I'm trying to get eclectic, you know? I don't know if you guys remember... um, What's that movie with Christian Slater? Pump of the Volume. Remember Pump of the Volume? How the fuck would come on? He would play shit by the Pixies, by Concrete Blonde, by all these different people that even when I was a kid, I was like, shit, I don't know this. Leonard Cohen. And when you're 12, 13, fucking loved it. And you be well too, Jungle Jim. I love the smoke, smoke them if you got them. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I think this is it, everybody. I hope you guys stay well. Stay alive. Until next week. I'm going to start talking about a a three-part series. Lost in my world. Lost in my world. Okay. Since we have a couple quick minutes, this is, this is, I played this earlier. But this is Smoke Em If You Got Em for uh, Jungle Gym. I played this earlier tonight, but fuck it. It's Saturday. Smoke Em If You Got Em. We got two minutes. Air. And then the uh, most Doug Doug is lost in my world. I'm partially dyslexic. So if I, I probably did say lost in my world. Definitely, Julie, I'll put some Richard Ashcroft on.
Mr. Crook. That's fucking dope. I like that, guys. That's a great song. Okay, and then just for the last, I'm going to play this out. The Los Dug Dugs. Lost in my world again, everybody. Play your music. Yeah, Julia. I'm, I'm getting together with people soon. I'm getting, I'm getting lost in my world pretty soon. So that's going to be the fun thing when my, my vision is one day I'll get to do these podcasts at like a venue and then I'll, my band will get to play afterwards. <laughs> that's my, my, there's some hippie places out here, you know, fuck yeah, jungle gym, definitely a good time. Uh, but there's some venues out here called like pond water that I, I want to play where like, you know, I want to have the podcast over here, like, like do it live and do it to an audience, have questions and real people and ask them what they mean. And then have some people painting over here and then have someone on a horn over here and then have live music and then food. And we're going to get that going. We're going to get that going next year. Like for real, that's going to happen. Lost in my world. And if you want to know where I got this album a day, um, I, I really love uh, Narcos, the show Narcos. So this is from Narcos season three, and it's just fucking beautiful. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. We're building up steam. Like now we got like 3,000 people listening, which I can't even fucking believe. Seriously. I started out with 300 people. Started out with three. Now 300. Now 3,000. I, I don't know what to say. I appreciate every single fucking one of you. I love looking at all your stories. Love looking at all your shit. It means everything to me. 666 equals 18, brother. Jungle Jim. I fucking love you all. What does it all mean? Till next Saturday, keep it clean. <laughs>